0: Especially messmakers I am brother Brooks let's take a moment to explore a particular verse in the third book of Colossians and it reads don't be controlled by your body don't be immoral or indecent or have evil thoughts don't be greedy which is the same as serving idols Kill every desire for the wrong kind of sex. God gives us instructions. God does not leave us lingering and wandering for what to do. Our flesh tells us to do things. It has since the day that we were born. It has urges, it has feelings, it has wants, it has desires. That's our flesh. But what Colossians is telling us in the very first sentence, it says, don't be controlled by your body. We must submit, guys. We must surrender and submit the desires, the passions, the lusts of our heart, of our body, of this flesh. I believe that as God sat on high and he looked down on us that God saw that we were struggling with flesh. He saw the fall. He saw the angels fall and interact with women in, in the, uh, in the sixth, in the sixth book of Genesis and how they, and how fallen angels had kids with, with women. Cause they found women so beautiful and desirable and so forth. He's found that they, even them themselves cannot control themselves. God knew that he, at that point in time, he had to destroy the world. So came the great flood at which Noah survived and we know that story and how humanity was restored. We also know about how in Sodom and Gomorrah, as God sent angels down, the men were so corrupt and controlled by their bodies that they desired to sleep with the angels. And here you had Lot. Lot said, no, leave these men alone. No, get away from these men. And granted, he's talking to other men and he tells these men, I will give you my virgin daughters. And they refuse. These men did not even want Lot's virgin daughters. Think about it. You have a man. You have a man who desires to give up his flesh and blood, to give up his two precious daughters that he has raised to save the lives of these two angels, these two divine spirit that God has set down to be with Lot and his family. And the men of that town were so corrupt, they said, No, we do not want those beautiful women. We do not want those precious, untouched women. We want the ones that were sent down. And Lot refused them. It was at this point in time Lot knew that he must get his Lot was visiting told that he was he had to get his family out of town. And Lot followed what he was told. Unfortunately, in the midst of this, they were told not to look back. And Lot, Lot's wife looked back, and she was turned into a pillar of salt immediately. Lot and, his, Lot and his daughters continued on, but that in that instance, you had the, the, uh, you had the immorality that overran the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, destroyed, what God destroyed not by water but fire and brimstone. You know, to try to get rid of the sin that was running rampant. For people to not control our bodies. Now, if and there are many other examples, but if we flash forward to now. Do we see examples of people not controlling their bodies, their tongue, their mouth, things they worship, things that they're into? Do we, do we see people failing You know, to control their sexual desires? Do we see people failing to, to control their lustful thoughts? Do we see people failing to control with love? And the more important question is, how are we failing? What are we failing to do? Let's make it personal. Let's make it pierce. If God was look at us, what would He see us fail to do? Let not that thing be failed to surrender. Let it not being failed to submit for guess what God's got us, whether we're thinking about Christmas where Christ was born and he came down in flesh as a baby to live this life, to walk this walk and be among us. God gave us that as the gift. that's why we celebrate it every year. It is the gift that keeps on giving. It's the gift of salvation beginning in this world. It came down in flesh to live this life, to provide an example of how we should live, of how we should walk, of how we should talk, how we should interact. And it was concluded on Easter Sunday, on that hill, on that cross, where God defeated death. He defeated the flesh. He came in flesh and he overcame the flesh by controlling the body. Will we take the time to control our bodies, our desires, our flesh? Will we control? Will we make the choice to choose? And it's a mental thing. It is a mental thing. We start with our mind and our heart, and we start by choosing the Lord. We start by knowing His Word. We start by acting in His Word. We start by spending time in His Word. We start by praying His Word. We start by praising His Word. And we are to remember that we are not of this world. So, therefore, just like it says in the book of, like it says in uh, like it says in the good book of Romans be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of our mind our mind is renewed so that we are not controlled by the body but we're controlled by the spirit which came upon us in pentecost initially the first time that the human spirit dwelt and stayed in the human body there's been times that the spirit has come and it has moved there's been time that the spirit has come And it is dwelled. Oh, there are times that the spirit, you know, whether it is Elizabeth and Mary as John the Baptist and Jesus jumped inside their wombs, you know, whether it is, whether it is, you know, whether it is in Eli's house where Samuel keeps getting up and saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, there's so many times that the spirit moves, There's so many times that God speaks. Are we listening? Are we being controlled by God and being led by God or are we being controlled by the spirit? And understand, even if we fail and falter to do it 100% of the time, in Jesus's first sermon, the first time he spoke to the crowd, he... When he gave us the Beatitudes, when he gave us the sayings of beauty in the midst of it, he said, as long as you desert, as long as you desire and strive to be righteous, you will be deemed righteous. Which means that as long as we desire, as long as we try, not no half hearted thing, but as long as we earnestly try, even when we fail, God has got the rest. Even when we fail, God intercedes. Even when we struggle, God will, the Holy Spirit tells us, it is an accessory. It it supplements what we do, what we try to do, and it takes over. So we have to choose God. We have to choose not to live in the flesh. We have to choose not to be controlled by the body. Oh, God, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Fellow believers, listeners. Just understand we have to choose God. Understand we do not have to be perfect in it. God knows we sin. He sees us. That's why he came to help us through it. Believe that. Trust that. Act in that. And do not be controlled by the body. Let's go to God in prayer. God the Father, we come to you saying thank you, thank you, thank you. We come saying hallelujah that you try to teach us how to live as believers as when we confess, when we accept and we relieve and we believe you give us instruction and we get up from that altar. When we get up from that cross. When we get up from that time of confession, you give us instructions from day one. You tell us not to be controlled by our body, not to be controlled by our lust, not to be controlled by our thoughts and you coming down from heaven, provide that example. But that example is being is also shown throughout your word. That example is also being shown throughout your word. So we're to spend time in prayer, we're to spend time in peace, we're to spend time praising so that we are not controlled by our bodies, but controlled by our spirits and your spirit. This, we give you praise for We thank you for Amen. Guys, as we move forward, strive to be controlled by the spirit and not by the body. And as always, be you, do you, stay you. Take care.